0: As Western leaders round on President Putin over the Skripal case, he is facing an arguably bigger crisis at home. A proposed pension reform raising the retirement age for women and men has provoked a huge backlash and led to a drop in Putin's popularity. The measure is necessary to reduce the budget deficit and address the country's looming demographic crisis. With me to discuss the President's predicament is our senior Russian specialist Daria plahova freshville Daria, why is the pension reform necessary?
1: Current retirement age in Russia was set up in the 1930s Soviet Russia at 55 years for women and 60 for men, so the need to increase the age. Has been in the political works for a very long time, and in fact, Putin did try to push it through in mid 2000s, and that met with a huge social backlash. So he put it on hold for a while. But nonetheless, the need hadn't gone away. Uh, the demographic crisis, the low birth rate of the 1990s, is now demonstrating that as this population is growing up, the ratio between the working people and the retirees is growing smaller and smaller, and some say but 2044 may reach one-to-one ratio, which is simply unsustainable for the national budget. With the current constraints that the national budget in Russia is already finding itself under, the additional need to find the money for the pensioners by increasing the retirement age had become pretty much a must in the Russian realities today.
0: So why are people so angry about the proposal?
1: Well, even though here in the West It seems that the newly proposed retirement age for men at 65 and for women at 63 is actually quite low compared to the rest of the developed world. For the Russians, it is not. Uh, the expectancy, the life expectancy in Russia for men is only 67. So if you retire at 65, you may not even make it to the pension age and that angered people a lot. And for the women, even though they live a little longer to 77, still the age of 60 feels like they have been dealt a very very bad card. It doesn't help that this reform will not affect members of the state security services or the police, so the general population is feeling that they're being cheated once again, that people in privileged situations, officials, policemen, FSB, uh, all the law enforcement services are taking advantage of them and they're feeling robbed and that is creating a lot of anger and highlights all the other issues such as massive corruption that exists in Russia, poor health service or poor access to health service for many of the people. And I think people are waking up to the reality of what is actually happening in Russia.
0: There are signs that Putin may soften the reform plans. Has he been taken aback by the extent of the public backlash? And if so, why?
1: I think he was most certainly not expecting such a strong reaction. He wanted to push these reforms through now, Well, A, because they're very necessary, but the timing of it was coinciding with his re-election as president. Very successful campaign where he won very comfortably. So he made the announcement about the pension reform on the first day of the football World Cup, hoping to sweeten the pill. But that just didn't happen. People reacted very bitterly for the reasons I've just described to you. And I think he and his government were very surprised so in a rather dramatic U-turn in late August he turned around and said we'll reduce the retirement age for the women had not done so for the men yet but one does wonder whether he's keeping it as the last resort card and will do so as well so he seems like the good guy in this the government is pushing the reform through and he's stepping in on the side of the people
0: but it looks as though Putin is in something of a catch-22 situation. The, the outlook for him is bad whether he presses ahead with the pension shakeup or not.
1: Absolutely. Whatever happens, this is going to be a very difficult situation for him because, as we already said, the national budget would like to reduce its contributions to the pension fund and the most obvious way of doing it is increasing the retirement age By doing so, he will upset millions of people in Russia, both who are about to enter that retirement age and those who are still young and have to kind of look forward to very little retirement age because the life expectancy in Russia is so low. So yes, it is a catch-22 and it is going to be uncomfortable one way or another.
0: How are foreign investors viewing opposition to the reform plans? They want economic and political stability in Russia, but it looks like they may not get both.
1: Well, I think both inside and outside Russia, the investors are watching the situation very closely indeed. As we saw with the recent regional election, which just took place a couple of days ago on the 9th of September, Putin is losing support in local positions and a lot of his allies had not been re-elected in the anger to do with the pension reform. So. Will he get the political support he needs to keep the system running? And if not, how will he ensure the political stability? Will there be more detentions, more arrests, more prosecutions of the opposition to achieve that? And if that is the path he is choosing, is it actually going to make investors more comfortable? Because effectively, um, you are moving towards even a more totalitarian regime, which economically isn't a healthy scenario either. So again, that catch-22 is very much at play here. Finally,
0: Putin has survived many challenges. Is he likely to overcome this one?
1: That's a very good question. Well, Short of a revolution, I think it's unlikely that Putin's government will go down. He will find a scapegoat in the government to take the blame and will try to present himself as someone who had saved the situation. But will it leave a very bitter taste in the Russian population's mouth, so to speak? Absolutely. And it may, just may, start to undermine the seeming invincibility of the Putin's rule.
0: Thanks, Daria. And that ends our podcast. If you would like more information about any of the issues raised in the piece, please contact our Director of Research James Burkett. His email is jbirkettt at alico.com. Goodbye.